This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live, where I've got a cat right here blocking my screen. Not that cat that you're seeing walk by in the camera. No, no, no. This cat right here just decided to come and sit his fat ass down in front of the, the monitor that I watch all the videos that we watch on the show on. I'm 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 gonna need you to move, dude. That is that is like blocking my view. You block. I can't see anything. He don't care. He don't care. Damn. Poor Lord RB RB. Yes, the Garland documentary is excellent. Judd Apatow is actually the one that uh, I directed it, put it together. Seriously, socks. We've got serious news to cover tonight, and I'm, I'm dead serious. As as you can imagine, most of the show is consumed by you know uh, gun gun stories. Seriously, socks. Seriously, I don't give a shit. He's even like he's like looking up there. I don't even know what he's looking at. Yes, gun. I, I know that uh, Warlord, you're not familiar with what those are. They're not they're not a part of your everyday life the way they are here in the United States. So maybe I need to define exactly what a, a gun is. Also, I've got I've got good news for Warlord. He's been waiting on it. Doctor Oz has been declared the winner in the GOP Senate primary in Pennsylvania. There is a caveat. There is a caveat. He he may not be the nominee, but as of right now, he is the winner. There is indeed a recount. That's the caveat. Thank you, Socks. Thank you. That's what I needed, buddy. Now I can see what's going on. Silly cat. I was going to update you on the too-close-to-call race in Texas. Fuck Dr. Oz, indeed. As Sparkle said, everybody hates him! Apparently not everybody, because somehow he won the primary in Pennsylvania. But it was the Republican primary, so, you know. It is what it is. We're going to talk about sexual abuse in the church again tonight. A major report came out. The Southern Baptist Convention, it's causing all kinds of a stir. Apparently, they got a secret list of abusers they've been protecting. Because, of course, they do. It's not just a Catholic church problem. We've also got breaking news. Josh Duggar has been sentenced. As if those two stories go together. Yes, we're going to talk about Beto. We're going to listen to Stephen Crowder opine about guns. Trump isn't pulling out of the NRA meeting this weekend. Friday in Texas, in Texas, in Texas. Going to look at the lawmakers who took the most money from the gun lobby. Uh, we're going to talk about the innocent trans woman who has been slandered by right-wing assholes, calling her the shooter. She even posted a new picture on Reddit today like, hey... I'm alive. I was not the shooter. 
that has not. I've still I've seen it all over right wing Facebook groups. They are still still saying that uh, the the poor innocent trans woman that they they found on Reddit was the shooter. It's not true. Oh. Alex Jones is at it again. He always, he already has conspiracy theories about the Texas shooting because, of course, he does. Apparently, going bankrupt over Sandy Hook didn't teach this motherfucker a lesson. Now, usually, usually, I would have a meme. I would have a meme up here today, but instead of a meme, I'm just showing you the front page of The Onion. Yesterday, I showed you how The Onion always recycles the same headline anytime there's a mass shooting. No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. That is every story on The Onion today. <laughs> uh, news brief. No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. In uh, Uvalde, Texas. No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Indianapolis. No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Boulder, Colorado. No way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Atlanta. They do, they do, there is some variation. It's all, check these out. It's all fucking no way to prevent this stories. They do, they do have a couple of headlines that aren't no way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Uh, those headlines are, uh, uh, Baldi gunmen had accomplices as far as Washington, D.C., uh, another headline says the NRA sets 1,000 killed in school shooting as amount it would take for them to reconsider much of anything. And, you know, no way to prevent this as only nation where this regularly happens. But I, I'm not going to I'm not going to leave you without a meme. I'm not going to leave you without a meme. You can fit so many mentally ill people that can buy guns in the red areas. The shooter purchasing a purchasing two firearms apparently just days ago, days after his 18th birthday. And as I said, as I said, as we were watching the story last night, it's like, it seems like the cops actually did a good job here, but I've got complaints. Oh shit. Do I have complaints now? Not only like the, the fact that several of them had students at the school and they were getting their own students out while, you know, civilian parents didn't know what was going on with their kids. I've got a smoky coming over. He's laying on my hand. He's laying across my hand and my board. Buddy, what is up with you guys? Why why are you why are you guys being like this tonight? Why are you guys being like this? Why why are you needing some attention or something? I don't get it. I play with you guys constantly. What the fuck? You guys sleep in a pile with me. What the hell? They want to cuddle, yeah, they do. He seriously, he has seriously got his head on my fucking board. Let me tell you, sir. Cat, cat fur, and you are shedding right now because it's it's 
springtime. You're shedding all over the place. Cat fur does not do well with electronics. He don't care. He don't care. He don't care. But it would seem that the cops actually engaged the shooter before, before he went into the school and shot. Now the death toll is at 19. Hopefully is not higher when we, when we get the news update here. As of this afternoon, it was 19. Now, it would seem that it was a school resource officer. Yes, he crashed a, a truck into, into the perimeter of the school. A school resource officer exchanged fire with the gunman before he ran into the school. That just blows my mind. I mean, I don't know all the all the circumstances and everything, but shit. It sounds like we have another instance like in Parkland where the uh, cop was scared and didn't actually go in and do anything. But still, this is a, a fluid situation, so I don't want to make too many assumptions. Guy comment, welcome. 19 kids and two adults. Apparently, his grandmother is alive but it, but in critical condition. Last I heard, last night they were reporting that she was dead. Uh, earlier this afternoon, they were reporting that she is alive but in critical condition. This is the latest from a local uh, news. Valdi, Texas, are dealing with unimaginable pain after Tuesday's massacre at an elementary school. And one by one, we are learning more about the young innocent people who were killed. Some of their pictures are seen here. In all, seeing those pictures last night, murdered, killed along me, along with two beloved teachers. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, no, we're going to watch that in its entirety here in just a little bit. I've also got Beto's uh, comments afterward. Yes, thank you for getting up. Greg Abbott's news conference before being escorted out. And tonight we are hearing what happened when the 18-year-old gunman stormed that elementary school and began shooting. And we're also learning more about the... Uh, high enough for the shit. We begin our live team coverage with Bridget Matter in Uvalde, a town in mourning tonight. Bridget. It certainly is, and this is such an active scene still one day after this shooting happened. And just to give you an idea of what it's looking like, we are shoulder to shoulder with media from across the world that are covering this tonight. And behind me is what the scene looks like now. We see dozens of officers from different uh, We don't really see much of anything. Your FBI, Wi-Fi or your Wi-Fi froze. As well as Border Patrol. As of now, a motive... It's also got a little bit right. We are learning a little bit more about the gunman who killed 21 people yesterday. 19 children and two teachers were killed after an 18-year-old opened fire at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. The school of 600 students, now the site of one of the deadliest school mass shootings in the nation. The FBI combing its front lawn for clues as flowers rest on the school's welcome sign. The gunman, 18-year-old... Mergen, it is 19 children. The death count is up to 19 children. Two teachers. Uh, last night we were... We were reporting that uh, he also shot his grandmother. As of this afternoon, they were reporting that she's actually alive but in critical condition. 
Salvador Ramos, a high school dropout, shot his grandmother before getting into her car. He crashed it near the school. Texas Governor Greg Abbott releasing more details about the shooting. First thing that happened was that the gunman shot his grandmother in the face. She then contacted police. The gunman fled and uh, as he was fleeing, he had an accident just outside of the elementary school and he ran into the school. Officers with the Consolidated Independent School District, they approached the gunman and engaged with the gunman uh, at that time. Before he went in the school. AR-15 style rifles, he would barricade. But please tell me, tell me what use, because they're all the right wingers. And you're going to hear this when we listen to Steven Crowder. I'm sure they're going to be like, oh, we need armed guards in the school. There was armed guards there. What fucking use were they, you asshole? Yeah, fuck off, Abbott. Kate himself inside a classroom, killing 21 people before police killed him. The gunman then entered a back door and went down two short hallways and then into a classroom on the left-hand side. The gun room uh, entered into that classroom and the classroom was connected internally to another classroom. Border Patrol, Consolidated ISD officers, police, sheriffs, and DPS officers converged on that classroom. And a Border Patrol officer killed the gunman. The suspect's grandfather spoke to ABC's Matt Gutman. Put him on wow. her phone bill, and she wanted him to be, and he told her, I'm not ready. And I told her, why are you all doing this? Why are you doing so many favors for everybody? That's what, That's I what told. you said to your wife, Sally. Yeah, and I told her, why are you doing so many favors for everybody? Because she was paying for his That's... phone bill. No, no, oh. he, I think he was... RB, that's an excellent point. I had not seen Anna's take on this, but like... When you watch the video, uh, I believe it's the mayor of the town you're going to hear, like, berating Beto. And clearly, he is more upset about Beto than he is the mass shooting. That is correct. Let's go back. I want to hear what the gunman's grandfather has to say. The suspect's grandfather spoke to ABC's Matt Gutman. Put him on, a, on her phone bill, and she wanted him to be, and he told her, I'm not ready. And I told her, why are you all doing Why are you doing so many favors for everybody? That's what, That's what you so said to your wife, Sally. Yeah, and I told her, why are you doing so many favors for everybody? Because she was paying for his phone bill. No, no, oh. he, I, think he was, I think he was paying, but he okay. wanted to put it on a different line. And then I just left. Were they arguing? No, no, no. We also know the suspect was active on social media in the moments leading up to the shooting, communicating with a 15-year-old girl in Germany about shooting up a school. This just 11 minutes before the first 911 call came in for the school shooting. Adolfo Hernandez says his nephew witnessed the shooting. That he had heard commotion. He saw a teacher get hit and a student get hit in the face. And I mean, after that, I guess they pushed him to the corner of the room. And Tonight, that question of motive still remains. Police are combing through social media. They have found that he was active on Facebook less than 20 minutes before this. Now, uh, Governor Abbott tried to throw some blame at Facebook, but Facebook has said, like, it was private messages. Like, it wasn't like he was publicly posting about it. Listen to a mother describe her son's encounter 
An Iowa fact came out today. An eight-year-old at the school says that he came face-to-face -face with the shooter and ended up escaping. Andrea Lucia spoke to his mother. I had no idea if he was dead or alive. No one was telling us anything, and um, it was scary. It was really scary. For two hours, this mom in Uvalde waited for her eight-year-old, hoping he had survived. Then I saw him in... I, it was a relief, but then not really because of the other families that were lost in the, in the shooting. She asked we not identify her. She's nervous, she explained, because of how close her son came to the shooter. The gunshots. Also, uh, there is the possibility because ICE is involved in Border Patrol that families won't want to be forthcoming because... They might be uh, questionable immigration status or have family members that have questionable uh, immigration status. Another reason why it's so stupid is this right-wing push against sanctuary cities because that's one of the reasons why uh, sanctuary cities have been instituted so that people won't be afraid to come forward and talk to law enforcement. He heard the gunshots. She says her second grader had been on his way to the nurse's office to take his medication. He said he saw the gunmen with, he told me he saw him with big old guns. Mommy had big old guns and I ran and I told my teacher and we locked ourselves in the room. Just in time. Yes, just in time before everything just went out the door. Said that the shooter tried to open the door to his classroom. He tried, but at the time he couldn't. Her son's class, she says, was able to lock the door and barricade it with desks. Then they sat and listened to the gunshots in their friend's room down the hall. He's sad because he lost a few people he knew there. Even with her son home safe, she said she's hurting, knowing so many parents here are in grief knowing how close. I mean, it's just it's just speculation at this point. Was he even going to a school? But, I mean, he did post about shooting up a school. Holding his hand. We learned last night it's, it's multiple complexes. There's like four different campuses to the school. times when the thunder went off because he was like, oh, it's happening again. And I'm like, no, baby, you're fine. You're safe. You're here with me and their daddy, and we're here for you for whatever you need. In Uvalde, Andrea Lucia. CBS 11 News. Senator Chris Murphy uh, took to the floor last night and gave an impassioned speech that went viral. You guys have probably seen it. There are 14 kids dead. 19. In elementary school in Texas right now. What are we doing? Nothing. What are we doing? Another day in mass shooting USA. Days after a shooter walked into a grocery store. And I like if I was to fucking Google it, there's probably another mass shooting that happened today. It just didn't have a high enough body count for it to register in the national news. Probably some five people were shot somewhere. It's every fucking day in this country. Every fucking day. This is America. Guns in our area. To gun down African-American patrons, we have another Sandy Hook on our hands. What are we doing? There have been more mass shootings than days in the year. 
Our kids are living in fear. Every single time they set foot in a classroom because they think they're going to be next. Well, sir, well, sir, we've got to tackle the problem of CRT and, and fucking uh, talking about gender and, and the gays. Clearly, that's the problem our children are facing in this country. Because that's where all the attention, all the fucking outrage on the right is directed. What are we doing? Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? So you can take legalized bribes from industry. The slaughter increases as our kids run for their lives. We do nothing. What are we doing? Why are you here? If not to solve a problem as existential as this. Excellent question, but hey, let me let me answer that question for you. Let me throw this statistic up. Here are the GOP lawmakers who get the most cash from gun rights groups. I don't like that they limited it to the uh, GOP because there's a couple. Their names are Tester and uh, Mansion that also take a lot of money from the gun lobby. Don't ever accuse me of being partisan. Senator Ted Cruz. When when is this? This is the lifetime contributions to members' campaigns or leadership pack for the 117th Congress. As of May 25th, Senator Ted Cruz leads the pack from Texas. 442,000. Oh, yeah, Tones, yeah, basically GOP, you're right. Rep. Steve Scalise, who has been shot. 396,000. Senator John Cornyn, 340,000. Senator Lindsey Graham, 284,000. Senator Mitch McConnell, turtle, $247,000. Representative Devin Nunes, $228,000. Senator Ron Johnson, $223,000. Representative Kevin McCarthy, who is the House Minority Leader, that's the Senate Majority Leader, I mean, I'm sorry, the Senate Minority Leader, the House Minority Leader, both on the take, two hundred twenty dollars for House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Representative Pete Sessions took two hundred eight dollars Senator Stephen Daines. Took $198,000. That's too much fucking money. But notice, like, it's it's the leadership. This is some of the most powerful lawmakers. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Because I, I just showed you the reason why those men, those men are there. We're going back to Texas. This was Governor Greg Abbott this afternoon giving the press conference. You saw a piece of uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick sitting next to him. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Sit down. You're out of of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. I don't play this stuff. No. He needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't a place to talk to us over. Not... 
Beto, you're not going far enough. Not only are they not doing anything, fucking Abbott, Abbott is pushing laws to make guns easier to access. I believe he signed a a uh, uh, an open carry bill himself, if I'm not mistaken. Sir, you are out of line. Oh, I was told to show a cat. Please leave this auditorium. Here's a cat. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. It is a political issue. It most certainly is a political issue. Fuck! Why is my internet not fucking... I, it's been it's been taking a hit about this time every night for some reason. Public funding of elections. I mean that's not the that's not the only answer, but that's one of the the plethora of things I would put forward to help get us a better class of uh, elected politicians. Black. Agu Monks? I fucked your name up, I'm sure, but thank you for being a freaking follower. Oh, shit. No, we're not ready for the Oz story yet. After Beto crashed uh, Abbott's press conference, he took questions from reporters outside. Let's hear what he had to say. Make it easier to buy a gun. The only thing he did was make it easier to carry a gun in public. And he bragged about the fact that there would be no background check, no training, no vetting whatsoever. You know, he, he talked about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what happened? What happened, Abbott? Uh, an 18-year-old was able to go in just a few days after his birthday and buy two fucking rifles and a handgun? No questions asked? Two days before he commits a mass shooting? Fuck. That this was evil. The only thing evil is what he continues to do to the people of this state. He says this was unpredictable. It was totally predictable. And I predict this will continue to happen when you continue to have a governor who will not stand up for the people of Texas. His only interest is the gun lobby. He's scheduled to speak at the NRA convention. Oh, that's that's not his only interest. In Houston, Texas, just days after these kids... But it is business interest. Right here in Uvalde. After they were slaughtered at Santa Fe High School, at Sutherland Springs, in Midland, Odessa, in El Paso, Texas. Five of the worst mass shootings in U.S. history right here in this state in the last five years. He was governor for every single one of them. And after every one of these press conference just like this and i wish to hell when he came to el paso someone would have stood up and held him to account and confronted him and shocked the conscience of this state into doing something because if we do nothing we will continue to see this year after year school after school kid after kid this hey, one is on all of us said, it's on every single one of us to do something so i'm mental. here to stand up for the people of texas he said That's mental why health what's broken here he said we are mental 50th. health only we are 50th. We are well they, they they yeah don't no fucking right winger gets to be like oh mental health when you you stand against universal health care under greg abbott in the state of texas is the county jail system in the state of texas the largest inpatient yep. mental health care facility in the state of texas is the harris county jail in downtown houston texas 
He's refused to expand Medicaid, which would bring $10 billion a year, including mental health care access for people who need it. He's refused to, to champion red flag laws. When somebody says that they are having trouble, that they may kill somebody, they may kill themselves, a red flag law would protect the public. He's refused, he's refused, he's refused, he's refused to support safe storage laws so young people cannot get their hands on their parents' guns. He's refused, he's refused to support, he's refused to support a ban on AR-15s and AK-47s. This 18-year-old who just turned 18 bought an AR-15 and took it into an elementary school and shot kids in the Two of them, two of them. Why are we letting remember? This? Remember, he was engaged. He was engaged by officers before he went in the school. Are you telling me that if he didn't have access to those rifles, that he would have been able to kill 19 children when he was engaged by officers before he went in the school? Come the fuck on. Caller, you're on the Troll Patrol. What's going on? What's up? Not a thing. What's up with you? This is Mandy. <laughs> well, hey, Mandy. What's going on? Um, I have an opinion. Okay, hit me with it. I have noticed that today and last night, I have deliberately watched Facebook. I don't do Twitter. Um some TikTok, and I have seen, you know, every time we have one of these school shootings, school shootings, you know, when it involves kids, mm -hmm. you see the thoughts and prayers and, oh, this is horrible, you know, outrage, you know, can't believe this happened, and it's crickets. Yep. And, you know, my question is, is it because these kids weren't cute little fluffy blonde white kids? Well, I mean, even like even when that's the case, like in uh, like in Connecticut, uh, e even when that's the case, there's still there's still nothing to be done because the gun lobby is so powerful. It, to my in my oh, yeah. opinion, it is it is nothing but the propaganda of gun manufacturers so they can sell more guns. It's just capitalism run amok. Exactly, this whole damn country is owned by big pharma and the NRA. So have you let me let me ask you a question. Uh, you're you're from the Tennessee region. Have you looked at what the uh, comment sections in the local news sites look like today? Um, it's all pro gun. We need more guns. Arm the teachers. Guns, guns, guns. You know, guns don't shoot people by themselves. You know, it's the typical bullshit. Well, here's the weird thing: is okay, the kid was confronted by a school resource officer that was armed, they exchanged gunfire. So how in the world is arming the teachers going to do any good? Exactly. And personally, you know, just like nurses, teachers have too much on them right now anyway. You're really going to add that to it? I saw multiple teachers post, like, you don't trust us to pick out books for your students, and yet you trust exactly. us to carry guns. Weird. Exactly. But, but why might... This goes back to my point. Why might they advocate for teachers to be armed? Because it's more guns. It's more money in the hands of gun manufacturers. Exactly. I think that I agree with, the, you know, I saw. Did you already play that clip of the 
the senator that was talking. Oh, Chris no, Murphy? No, yeah. No, it's a different video. Sorry. Um, I'll send it to you. You may want to put it on the show for tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Uh, it yeah. was a, a basketball coach talking about how, you know, these senators, you know, they're, they're holding the American people hostage because they won't act on anything. Well, it's it, they're, they're being we're being held hostage by capitalism. It's, it's once again, it's the money in politics. And uh, the coach was Steve Kerr uh, with Golden State. Am I correct, chat on that one? Uh, I don't know. He he always has something impassioned to say after every after every one of these. I've I've heard his speeches before. Well, I'll send it to you because it was moving. You know, you, he was really upset. Absolutely, shoot it to me. And, like, we'll play it here in just a second before we moved on from the gunshot. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me on Facebook right now. Okay. Well, I'll let you go. I just wanted to say my opinion. (laughs) Well, thank you, Mandy. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Have a fantastic evening. You too. Bye. Yay. That That was a good call, but once again, under horrific circumstances. Ban guns, not books. Exactly. Well, you guys know what I always say. I, I, my advice to the children, which I, I hate to do this right now, is, you know, remember kids, shoot up drugs, not schools. I hate to make a joke. I hate to make a joke. I, I am interested to hear what Steve Kerr... Andy also hooked me up with the the animal video we watched last night where Clarence was uh he was uh wanting his freedom. I've got a smoky here. I the cats are all over me tonight for some reason. What's going on? He's back to laying on my board. Kiddo, we're talking we're talking about shit. I can't have you on my electronics. You gonna fuck some shit up. Come on, come on. Come come on, buddy. Come on, get off my board. I love dark humor, but I just I'm I've not been in a Smokey, get off my board. Seriously, cat, I can't I can't work with you like this. Oh. Here is the video of Steve Kerr. I believe he's the coach for the Golden State uh, Warriors. I know him from, I was a basketball fan when I was a kid. He was the dude that was always hitting three-pointers uh, for the Chicago Bulls back in the 90s. Uh, what, what, RB, what do you mean by that, Mandy? Come on, load up for me. Well, Jesus. Um. 
It's telling me the content isn't available right now. Let's. Uh, let's get it. We'll go to the YouTube. Basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And now, and he, he's right. And basketball doesn't matter. They're in the fucking finals, conference finals. They're they're one series away from the 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 fucking championship. Fucking shit. And a teacher. And in the last ten days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California, and now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR8 which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our, no. our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. Yep. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington, who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the Americans... Because they are bought and paid for. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. It's, it's not just, it's not about power. It's about fucking money. It's about money. Once again, here's how much money they have taken from the gun lobby. Ted Cruz, Steve Scalise, John Cornyn, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, some of the most powerful lawmakers on Capitol Hill, Devin Nunes, Ron Johnson, Kevin McCarthy. And as I and as I said, like it's not just the GOP. This is this is breaking it down the GOP. There is Tester, there's Manchin, there are others in the Democratic Party that also are on the take from the gun lobby.
It was an excellent speech. Content warning from from an impassioned man who actually cares to a gigantic piece of shit that's going to piss you off. Here is Steven Crowder, who is probably doing his show with a whole... Yep. There is a gun on his fucking desk. He is wearing holsters. He's got two guns on his body right now. Definitely going to be doing some note taking today. Um, look, I know this isn't the first place that you're tuning into today that's discussing uh, gun violence and the tragedy that had taken place yesterday. Okay, that's not lost on me. And I know that if I say that I'm praying for the families and my heart absolutely breaks and. I think I speak on behalf of everyone in the studio that that's the case, that a good portion of you are going to comment that, oh, well, that's not enough. We need to do something. And, of course, the atheists will comment, spaghetti monster, because they never miss an opportunity. So, look, let me lead with that, and let me lead with something here. I assume that everyone who's talking about this outside of the politicians, and even then probably a good portion of them, cares and wants... I don't think you care. This country wants. I don't think you care. Violence. I don't want to get to just gun violence. I, I don't want to get to just no, no, no. Set of violence. You don't care. You don't want to limit violence. You're sitting there with guns on your body, a gun on your fucking desk. People want to cut down on violence. I think that most of you, whether you're left or right, want to cut down on our our, our, our kids. No, no. Killed. Okay, so let's start from that. I don't believe it. That being said. Let me ask you this. Here's my question of the day. Because you see people like Steve Kerr out there saying, do something, right? That's the good. Do something. Do you think you make your best decisions when you're angry and emotional in the heat of the moment? Is this the right time to start removing people's fundamental rights or, or changing the very fabric of our Constitution? Do you think that's... I don't know. When are we, suppo- are we supposed to wait two weeks? And then the next one occurs, and they're like, oh, we can't do it now because we're in the heat of the moment and our our emotions are running high, and then we're going to wait another two weeks and there's going to be five fucking more? Huh, Steven Crowder? Fuck off. It happens every day in this country. There are more mass shootings than there are days, Steven Crowder. So exactly when are we supposed to calm down? And make this rational decision. And hey, hey, Steve Kerr, who you're bashing right now, put forward common sense legislation, background checks. Apparently the kid in Texas did indeed have issues with the law, did indeed have mental health issues. And if a proper proper background check was conducted, it would indeed have prevented him from purchasing... The firepower needed to kill 19 children. The assault weapons ban, which the NRA used to be in favor of, which Ronald Reagan was in favor of, would have stopped him from killing 19 children. I don't think if he had just had a handgun and the cops engaged him outside of the school, he would have been able to go in and kill 19 children. Tones, yeah, calm down. Your children just died. Jesus. When you have the best judgment. I also want to today, look, let me lead with two things. We're going to get to the top five myths, the claims that are being made right now in the wake of the tragedy that had just taken place in Texas and has taken the life of, at the time of this. Oh, 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 the top five myths 
concerning the tragedy in Texas is your first one about how your audience is slandering an innocent trans woman? Your audience. Guarantee it. If I was to go to your Twitter, the people who aren't dunking on you probably think it was a trans woman that shot up fucking Texas. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, is it 19 people now? Or is it 19 children and then plus two teachers? 19 children, you asshole. Plus two. Yes. Dear God, I hope that does not include the shooter in there. No, it does not. They used to do that. Yeah, they did. So uh, let me preface it with this. Um, guns, firearms... Save far more lives, and by that I mean many. No, 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 not true. Not true, not true, not true, not true at all. If you own a firearm, you are far more likely to shoot yourself, a loved one, have the gun stolen from you and used against you than you are to stop a violent crime. Period. End of story. Now, yes, that statistic includes suicide, but it is a fact. So what Steven Crowder is saying is fundamentally wrong. Fuck off. That's a fact. No, 90, it's not. Depending on the stat you use, 94 to 97, we'll take the low stat. 94% of mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. Marley was dead to begin with. Let's set the stage with that, and then we'll get into the tired, recycled claims that are being brought out right now, specifically as it relates to this shooting. And there are a handful that come from former Vice President Joe Biden and, of course, are being echoed on Twitter. But... And once, once again, who's sponsoring this show? Gun manufacturers. Why is he sitting there with guns on his person, on his desk? Are you scared somebody's going to bust into your fucking studio? Seriously, dude, you're taking money from the gun manufacturers. You are not, bi- you are not unbiased here. You're full of shit and you're pushing a narrative. Let's start with that. Do something, Okay. 3 million defensive uses of firearms a year versus in the teens of thousands as far as homicides, depending on the year. Far more lives are saved by firearms in this country. By, by the way, that is just an estimate. If it saves one that life. is just an estimate that he's, he's throwing out there by a pro-gun organization. Shootings occur in gun-free zones. If it saves one life, okay, 94%. We need to st- if we're going to talk about doing something, we need to start with the highest percentage plays. Let's just all assume that we don't know the... Ca- we don't have causation here, but we... Have to look at the strongest correlations. Gun-free zones, fatherless households. Right, we can look at these. Then we go way, way, way down the list. Oh, wait, that there's a correlation that it's always an AR-15. It's not even close. It's not even close. So just afford everyone here the same, the same assumption that we are affording you right now. That you care and that we care. And that being said... If I don't. I don't. Is, 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 is funny. I don't have that assumption about you. Really, really good at our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't know. You're not. You're not. Yeah, I'm mad, and I was mad yesterday. Think about it. I was just mad at yeah. Europe. I was mad at Europe in general. People are like, well, what are you mad about today? Remember I walked in, I was like, Europe. You're like, what? Why? <laughs> just, why not? Do I need a reason? And today, I'm just... A- I'm- school children don't get murdered on a regular oh, basis in Europe. But I get angry and frustrated with the people who think that they have the corner on being angry and frustrated. It's like being in a marriage with Amber Heard where only one person can have an emotion. No, every, everyone can feel something right now. That's okay. That's, that's natural. Yeah. Or two people cannot have I feel the that's intense urge yes. <laughs> well, to take my fist. Emotion, and then he was dead inside. Right. Or she just started she, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a way to say it that won't give me. 
terms of service on 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 Twitch. Once you poop in a bed, it's That's pretty just, hard to feel. It's yeah, her unless bed you're drunk. Too. I've always said that's fine. Yes. <laughs> But even though it's not if you're a woman, because women do not poop. So, my question is, uh, what do you think we can do, and should we hold a bit before we make some decisions? That's a... No. And the background check legislation that Kerr mentioned would be a good place to start. I personally think we should outlaw the commercial sale and manufacture of guns. That's that's my stance on the issue. I've got nothing against personal gun ownership. I think it's going to be impossible to uh, regulate gun ownership. Yeah, Sparkles is like, I don't poop? What? That is news to Sparkles. <sighs> I think it's going to be hard to regulate the personal uh, ownership of guns. Going forward, especially when we we're talking about 3D uh, printing, but you can easily uh, outlaw the commercial sale and manufacture. Doesn't even take an amendment to the Constitution to do that. Boom. NRA out of business. Remington out of business. Colt out of business. Fuck off. I think you should be able to sue gun manufacturers. I think those uh, families in Texas should be able to file a class action lawsuit against the gun manufacturer and put them out of business. So there are many things that we can do. I mean, the NRA is banning guns when it comes to their conference coming up later this week. The NRA is banning guns for Trump's appearance at its upcoming convention. The organization that lobbies for laws that make it easy for anyone to carry a gun does not want anyone carrying a gun to their own event. Oddly. A very good point. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold had a mom and dad. On Friday, May 27th, which will be three days after the horrific mass shooting at Robb Elementary School that killed eight, now 19 children and three adult, two adults. National Rival Association will meet in Houston, Texas for their annual meeting. Donald Trump is scheduled to speak at their leadership forum where guns will not be allowed. You can have your gun at other events during the three-day convention, but if you attend the forum with Trump, NRA's executive vice president, NRA, uh, ILA's executive director, and our nation's top Second Amendment supporters for the NRA's event announcement, then you will be prohibited from exercising your God-given Second Amendment right to bear arms. The irony is almost too disgusting and predictable to even bother pointing out, yet here we are again, another mass shooting, million more worthless thoughts and prayers and a bunch of hypocritical politicians who don't want firearms allowed inside an event that's being held by the very organization that lobbies said politicians to pass laws that make it easy for anyone to buy a gun and bring it to wherever the hell they want, like a shopping center or an elementary school. Hey, Steven Crowder, why aren't you going and, like, screaming at the top of your lungs about how Trump is going to be in a gun-free zone? Oh my god, he's unsafe. He's going to be in a gun-free zone. Trump is refusing to pull out of this NRA speaking spot in Texas. 
six hours ago on Axios, Foreign President Donald Trump confirmed in a statement on Wednesday that he still intends to speak at an annual meeting of the National Rifle Association, which is set to take place in Houston later this week. Trump's doubling down on his speaking engagement comes a day after a gunman killed at least 19 children and two adults. America needs solutions and real leadership in this moment, not politics and partisanship, Trump said in a statement before he goes to attend a partisan political event held by the very people who are fucking this country up. The same people who are holding these lawmakers hostage with their donations. And don't forget, don't forget... Senate, uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee found that the NRA, the conference that Trump will be speaking at, was a foreign asset to Russia ahead of 2016. The Republican Senate said that the NRA was a foreign asset to Russia. Exactly, exactly, sitting cow. Can you imagine a Trump speech without partisanship? It does not fucking exist. Content warning again. You're getting ready to see Alex Jones's ugly ass face. Return of the freaking frogs gay. He did not learn his lesson from going bankrupt. From going bankrupt, thanks to his lies about Sandy Hook. 877-789-2539-877-789. Alex, and we're going to get you on air coming up. Owen, look, I don't want to say this was stage provocateur, but we have specifically said with two years of our leading mass shootings that with all the pre-programming that mass shootings are coming and terrorists are going to attack and we got to take the guns. And then I'm like, well, I would predict a lot of mass shootings right before the election. And then like clockwork, it's happening. You know, to me, it's just very opportunistic what's happening. It sounds like a gym teacher that smokes. <laughs> oh, I don't got him, Curiouser. I don't got him. Able to put some scraps and some resin together later, but I don't got him. Alex Jones, not the only asshole spewing nonsense about the shooting. A innocent trans woman has been painted as the shooter and the right wing has, the right wing has gone nuts with it. Trans woman's photo used to spread a baseless online theory about the Texas shooter. The theory, which began on the forum website 4chan, was spread by right-wing Facebook pages and even Republican Representative Paul Gozar. A sitting member of Congress tweeted this bullshit out. Sam, a transgender woman who lives in Georgia, said that on Tuesday evening, Reddit users started commenting on a photo of her that she has shared on the platform three months ago. They told her the photo was being shared on 4chan, 
a forum website with little moderation. People were saying that it showed the shooter who killed 19 children and two adults at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas on Tuesday. The shooter, identified as 18-year-old Salvador Ramos, was killed on the scene by police. Sam, who is 20... Who asked to go by her first name or her first name to protect her privacy and safety? Told NBC News that the photo and others were taken from her personal Instagram page, and that she's faced harassment and threats as the image has spread. It is all over right wing groups that I'm in on Facebook. All over, they're all they're still saying it even after people point out that it's fake that this that this isn't the shooter. People are like, well, it might be. I fucking good. Right wingers are fucking morons. Yeah, they're still saying it in response to people debunking it. This isn't the first time I was harassed, but it's the first time I've been accused of murder, she said. The false claim started shortly after the news of the shooting first broke. A photo of Sam was posted to 4chan on Tuesday afternoon in a post that began with, Here's the shooter's Reddit, before linking to her Reddit account and posting a transphobic slur. While some users said they did not believe the photo was of the shooter, other users posted new threads soon afterward using photos with fewer details of Sam's face from her profile. She said she's feeling annoyed more than anything. I'm more worried about the families of the victims of the attack. Media users and trolls on 4chan, Twitter, and Facebook are using Sam's photos and images of at least two other transgender women to spread the baseless theory that the shooter was transgender. In some cases, they have created collages that place the women's photos alongside images from an Instagram page believed to have belonged to the shooter. Claims were spread by some prominent conservatives on Tuesday, including Representative Paul Gozar, an Arizona Republican and white supremacist, said the shooter uh, uh, said of the shooter in a since-deleted tweet, "It's a transsexual leftist illegal alien named Salvatore Ramos." Gozar has not returned a request for comment. Sam, uh, fucking Sue Gozar. Please Sue Gozar. Alex Jones, the conspiracy theorist who was successfully sued for defamation for falsely claiming the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a hoax, also echoed the misinformation that the uh, Uvalde shooting suspect was trans. I guess after he realized that wasn't true, he moved on to, I'm not saying it's staged. I'm just going to heavily imply it. Turn of the freaking frogs gay. Yeah, me too, Curiouser. I hate humans. I do not have that shirt on today, though. I should have wore it. I should have wore it. Third of personality, Kansas Owens. Kansas. Candace Owens joined in on Wednesday referencing cross-dressing photos she said she'd seen of the suspect. Owens has previously shared misinformation in her feeds and unsuccessfully sued Facebook in 2021 after the company added a fact-checking warning to one of her posts. She also, uh, since we're talking about Candace Owens, let me go ahead and bring it up here. She also um, tried to clap back at 
Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC posted a Kansas from now on. Kansas Owens. Do not insult the state of Kansas like that. Even though I quite often point out, Kansas stinks. Kansas stinks real bad. Kansas stinks really fucking bad. A Daily Wire news article, because that's what news is to the Daily Wire, is just reporting on uh, fucking Twitter shit. Candace Owens torches AOC over claims in response to school shooting. AOC tweeted out, There is no such thing as being pro-life while supporting laws that let children be shot in their schools, elders in grocery stores, worshippers in their houses of faith, survivors by abusers, or anyone in a crowded place. It is an idolatry of violence and it must end. Can ass, Owens. Candace responded back, name the law you were referring to. What United States law specifically lets children be shot in their schools? You won't name it because it doesn't exist. You are a shameless, bought and paid for politician standing on the bodies of dead children to score political points. Once again, I, I would uh, refer you to the graph of the politicians who take money from the gun lobby. AOC is definitely not one of them. I don't know who she is bought and paid for by because AOC doesn't take corporate money. Daily Wire does. So I'm assuming uh, she's meaning like what laws proactively allow children to be shot in their schools open carry that's a good one uh the right wing loves to talk about how crime has been steadily ticking upward weird that it corresponds to the push for open carry now i would say aoc's statement would be a hell of a lot more accurate if she had put the passage of laws that would have prevented this But still, we all know what AOC was going for. The right wing loves to get pedantic when they think they can benefit from it. All right, enough of that. We've spent an hour talking about uh, school shootings. Remember, kids, shoot up drugs, not schools. Listen to your uncle freaking. Only person you're gonna hurt is yourself. But still, be, be responsible when you're doing the drugs. Let's check in the house race in Texas that we were most interested in last night. While the why the Cuellar Cisnero uh, race is far from over. As Republicans look to build on Donald Trump's gains among Latino voters, they're pouring more resources into South Texas than ever before. Uh, Cuellar has declared victory 
it is still too close to call. The third face-off between Representative Henry Cuellar and Jessica Cisneros, and it remains undecided. The veteran Texas Democratic incumbent declared victory over his progressive challenger, but his lead is less than 200 votes, and there are still plenty of outstanding votes to be counted, but no matter which of the two emerge as the winner in the South Texas-based district, one thing seems certain, the race is far from over. Republicans look to build on Donald Trump's gains among Latino voters in 2020. They're primed to devote more time and resources to winning the majority Latino 28th district than ever before. It's one of three border region House seats that the GOP can potentially flip, all of them offering enhanced political and symbolic value because the Republican nominees are Hispanic women. Sounds like the right choice is Cisneros then. Any one of them would be the first Hispanic woman and first Republican to hold a congressional seat in South Texas. So still less than half, less than half of a percentage point. South Texas is the battleground region of Texas. It will be competitive for sure. Democrats are going to have to work to win. According to Ed Espinoza, executive director of liberal group Progress Texas, the campaign won't end on May 24th. It's just the end of a chapter but it's not the end of the story. Clearly the campaign is going to end on the 24th. Still going to be maybe a couple more days before we know the outcome. We do have a winner in last week. Last week. Last week. It's now been a week and a day since the Pennsylvania primary election And Dr. Oz is the winner. However, there is a caveat. Oz and McCormick race heads into a recount. The Pennsylvania Senate primary. Uh, Just just so you guys know how uh, Sparkles feels about this. Stop. God damn it. Fucking Windows Media Player always fucking with me. Oh, oh, this is the wrong, wrong clip here. Wrong clip. Again? Stop trying to transition to other shit. I'm trying to do the Oz thing. Everyone you, hates him, and I hope a house lands on him and his sister gives away his shoes. <laughs> but we're smoking, and it's on the list, and it just seems like the thing to, to do while, while we're smoking. I don't like looking at the Green Goblin. Make it stop. Spidey, help me. Help me, Peter Parker. Help me. That's the kind of uh, political uh, analysis you can get on the Friday Night Freak Show. And if you're wondering why I was so adamant about talking about it, it was Dr. Oz coming out against marijuana. Pennsylvania's top election official said on Wednesday that the margin between the top two candidates in last week's Republican primary for the U.S. Senate is tight enough to trigger a statewide recount, dragging the outcome into June as the candidates fight in court. The state's acting Secretary of State, Leah Chapman, uh, said the difference in vote totals for the top two finishers, celebrity heart surgeon Dr. Mehmet Oz and former hedge fund CEO David McCormick, fall within the margin uh, uh, in state law for a mandatory recount. Oz, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump, led McCormick by 902 votes, or 0.07 percentage points, 
out of the 1,343,643 ballots uh, reported by the state as of Wednesday. One question from McCormick's campaign is whether there are enough outstanding ballots for him to make up the difference with Oz. The Department of State estimated that counties had about 10,000 provisional and absentee ballots remaining to count, but it did not know how many were cast by Republican voters. There are another 860 Republican mail-in ballots without handwritten dates on their envelopes that are the subject of court cases, department officials said. Recount, most of the ballots are simply rescanned electronically. Election workers check ballots by hand if a scanner recorded no vote or dismissed it as a double vote. They may find more voters there, election lawyers say. So there you go, warlord. As of right now, you got your wish. Dr. Oz will be heading in to the general election to take on uh, John Fetterman, who is a fantastic candidate and hopefully crushes, crushes Dr. Oz, the carpetbagger. Content warning. Let's talk about churches. You want some dirt on the church? Because I got it for you. Support by the Southern Baptist Convention is apparently insanely damning. And they have a secret list of names. Story brattling the nation's largest Protestant denomination. Leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention released a third party investigation that reveals decades of sexual abuse and its cover up, including how church leaders allegedly mishandled abuse claims, resisted reforms, and belittled. I'm shocked. The explosive oh my God, I'm shocked. Report details 20 years of abuse allegations at every level of the church and sent shock I can't believe it Southern Baptist nationwide among the report's most unsettling findings church leaders allegedly maintained a list of offenders but kept it secret to avoid potential lawsuits our next guest was the group's former policy head who left last year and he called this report an apocalypse saying it revealed, quote, a reality far more evil and systemic than I imagined it could be. Joe? Yeah, let's I'm sure it's exactly what I imagined it was. Christianity Today. So, director of their public theology project, uh, Russell, uh, you and I both grew up uh, in the Southern Baptist Church. I know your story. We're friends. Uh, I think it's safe to say it was the center of our lives growing up. It was the institution that 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 really uh, we spent the most time with. So, uh, I must and, and what does that say about you as a person? How much this hurts you that you actually were pushing for this investigation? You begged them to investigate uh, these claims of abuses. Then you got attacked. They lied. Repeatedly, I, I, I just uh, tell Shocked. me uh, how, how are you grappling with this? Well, I'm mad as hell, Joe. I, I, I really expected this report to be bad because I had lived through so much. 
But even I was shocked by the depths of it. I, I could barely even swipe the screen uh, to go from one page to the next because my hands were trembling with rage. And a good deal of that has to do with exactly what you mentioned. The Southern Baptist Church I grew up in was a safe place, a, a refuge for me. And the- No, it wasn't. It wasn't a safe place. You want to keep your children safe, keep them away from churches. Churches are nothing, nothing but organized pedophile rings. Times when people told me, don't say crisis when you're talking about sexual abuse uh, in the church. It's not a crisis. And they were right. Crisis is too small of a word. Uh, this is this is an absolute disaster. Russell, Damn right, curiouser. They lied to church members. They lied to 13 million Southern Baptists, these leaders. They kept a secret database and lied and said they weren't able to keep the secret database. Uh, they knew uh, what was happening uh, uh, among them, and, and they lied. And like you said, uh, you got it. It's almost like they were in on it. And churches are organized pedophile rings. And it's so much worse. Why did they? Who would have thunk it? Uh, about uh, this list that they had of people who were preying on young children. Well, and what I experienced was nothing uh, compared to the sexual abuse survivors, really, really brave people who had come forward for years uh, saying that these were these were problems. They tried to work patiently within the system. They tried to uh, to speak from outside the system. And in this report, uh, one can see how they're they're called crazy. Uh, they're called satanic. They're called tools of the devil. Um, And and I think that the clear thing that one can see is the protection of an institution and the protection uh, of themselves uh, from some of these leaders rather than caring about uh, caring about those. Okay, I want I want to go back to the headlines here because, like, I'm looking at all the different headlines and I'm like homage to black cowboys. What the fuck? Why is that one up there? But it's the inset story right here. SBC uh, sexual abuse report. Like, homage to black cowboys? What? What? Protection uh, of themselves uh, from some of these leaders rather than caring about uh, caring about those who are harmed in the most horrific ways and even worse, harmed in those ways in the name of Jesus. So uh, the very person who stand against all of that. Right. Here's more of what you wrote about the scandal. Quote, the very ones who rebuked me and others for using the words crisis in reference to the Southern Baptist sexual abuse not only knew that there was such a crisis, but were quietly documenting it. Even as they were told those fighting for reform that such crimes rarely happened among people like us. When I read the back and forth between some of the these president's high ranking staff, their lawyers, I cannot help but wonder what else this can be called. But a criminal conspiracy. And you go on to write. Thank you, Mika. Criminal conspiracy. Old time religion. What they wanted was to conquer their enemies and make stained glass windows honoring themselves, no matter who was hurt along the way. We've been speaking very broadly about this. It's almost like religion is a scam. The crimes, the victims, the abusers. Well, we we know from this report that there were people contacting some of these leaders and saying, this is what has happened to my child. This is what is happening within my church. And according to the report, the response uh, was to say, do nothing, say nothing, hide this. Uh, That's unconscionable. Uh, Looking through this report, it looks almost like a a competition to see how many of the Ten Commandments can be violated. And the people who are being... Who gives a shit about your commandments? ...have the the least voice uh, 
uh, to be able to speak to these things. And so uh, my my uh, response to all of this is to say for a long time, there are people who didn't understand the depths of this. And, and I would say, well, they haven't seen what I saw. They haven't heard what I heard. Well, now we have. Well, they could have talked to me 15, 20 years ago. I knew what was going on. ...is required uh, for the integrity of the gospel and for the safety of the children that we all... The gospel has no integrity. The fucking... Let, let me make something clear. The, the books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they weren't written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were written by unknown authors. And the names, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, were attributed to them to give them credibility. So automatically, right off the bat... There's no integrity in the Gospels. Period. End of story. Fuck off. I am tired of having to tell adults that fairy tales aren't real. Um, Sparkles, are you still here? Can you can you answer uh, Sassy's question? Uh, uh, question I would assume it's still gonna be like 30 40 days dr. Moore we're getting some new details about possible reforms that may be coming out of this report in the coming weeks the Associated Press reporting that for the first time there could be a public database of known abusers in the church that everyone would be able to search the report recommended creating what it called an offender information system. So if there is a reckoning here, Dr. Moore, uh, what does it look like in your eyes exactly? What needs to happen inside the church? Well, a database is one part of it uh, to be able to to keep predators from moving from one church to the other and and recommitting their crimes. But there also has to be a cultural change of uh, honoring and listening to women and to vulnerable people. Uh, that's going to be deeper than just structural reforms. Structural reforms are necessary, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so Russell, I, I um how does this happen? I mean, I, I don't mean to sound naive. I, I can't imagine again. How does this happen? The thing that we have heard time and time and time and time again. It seems to permeate all churches. And this, this isn't just uh, uh, specific to Christian churches. Scientology. The Mormon church. They all have scandals like this. Are they going to name names, though? That's the question. Are they going to name names? Are they going to name names? Details of a scandal soon to be revealed. Southern Baptist leaders say they will make public a secret list of pastors and church staff. Good. Sexual abuse. Thanks for joining us. I'm Vicki Yates. And I'm Rory Johnston. Yeah, this comes just two days after that 288-page bombshell report detailing how the Southern Baptist Convention mishandled abuse allegations and stonewalled survivors. The executive committee, with its office based in Nashville, announced today they'd released the list of alleged sex abusers. This follows an independent report by Guidepost Solutions that found SBC leadership mishandled reports of abuse for years. At today's public meeting broadcast on... Let's not bring Michael Jackson into this, R.B. Come on. My Bible study time this morning was all about gentleness. Um, And, you know, it's a fruit of the spirit, but it's not one that we talk about a whole lot, (laughs) at least not in in my 
Southern Baptist experience. And I, I just, that word has been resonating with me all morning. Um, we need to be gentle um, with survivors. We need to be engaging. We need to be authentic. Um, um, your leadership spent years slandering them. The list is expected to contain hundreds of names. Our Kelsey Gibbs spoke with local leaders in the church. They say change is long overdue. This report or this investigation looked uh, at the past 20 years, but I'm sure there was, it could have gone 20 years before that. And yep. uh, survivors have been raising their voices on this for years and years. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that it's taken us this long to take it seriously. All right, you can hear more from Kelsey's story and also read the Southern Baptist Convention's full statement. We have it on our website or on our app. Also, if you don't have... Oh, oh, that wasn't Michael Jackson specifically made that up? Oh, shit. I'd never heard it before. Until in like, in, in reference to Michael Jackson. Michael oh. Jackson specifically... Oh, shit. So what I wanted to show you guys is... uh, Yesterday, we did the story about the Indiana pastor... Uh, so I need to correct myself and I put the correction in the, the description here. Correction. In this clip, Justin refers to the pastor as a rapist. 16 is actually the age of consent in Indiana. So technically this description is false. Justin still thinks the guy is a disgusting predator. Just wanted to, just wanted to throw that out there. I called the dude a rapist yesterday and... Technically, I defamed him. Oh, so I wanted I wanted to clear that up. He is still a disgusting predator. Just like another Christian made headlines today, who was a disgusting predator. His name is Josh Duggar. Duggar was sentenced to more than twelve years in prison for child pornography. child pornography case is officially closed. On Wednesday, Josh was sentenced to 151 months in prison, and that's nearly 13 years behind bars. Today, it's my honor and privilege to join in this announcement of a guilty verdict in the case of United States versus Josh Duggar. That entire family is fucked up. After the judge reached a verdict, the 34-year-old was found guilty on... You want to talk about the, the culture... That, that encourages the kind of abuse that we just heard about from the Southern Baptist Convention. This, this is it. This is an example of it. Porn. We respect the jury's verdict, and we look forward to continuing this fight on appeal. We have no more comment at this time. According to court docs obtained by E.T. at the time, Josh's lawyers requested a sentence of 60 months. The former reality star was originally... 60 months. ...years in prison with fines up to $250,000 per count. And Josh's it, It's that same culture. God's grace can give me the strength to love Josh when others would say he doesn't deserve it. Prior to Josh's... Fuck, those eyes freaked me out. In a letter to the judge obtained by E.T., Anna wrote in part, consider reuniting us as a family again soon. He is a kind, loving, supportive, and caring father and husband. His primary focus in life. When your world is... There is something fucked up with this woman. There are a lot of emotions that you have to walk through. Josh's legal trouble started in 2015 after the 19 Kids and Counting star was accused of molesting a babysitter and four of his sisters. Josh's parents were in complete disbelief when they sat down with Megan Kelly. 
We were shocked. I mean, we were just devastated. I don't think any parent is prepared for trauma like that. I think as parents, you feel like a failure when one of your kids does something wrong. And while Josh's parents and siblings made appearances in court throughout the trial, his sister Jill and brother-in-law Derek shared their feelings about it publicly. After Josh's guilty verdict was announced, the couple wrote on their website, nobody is above the law. Our hearts go out to the victims of child abuse or any kind of exploitation. LB rots in hell. There is no fucking hell. Fortunately, unfortunately, there is no cosmic justice for people like that. I don't know what you mean about vagina not being a clown car, Mandy. I like, I like to watch porn where we try to stick as many dicks as we can. I'm into it. Yes, I hope he gets put in the general population because you know what that means. But then again, I you know I live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy. Duggar's mom had 8,000 kids and counting and counting and counting. All right. So I wanted, I wanted to throw, uh, oh, that's, that's the clown car thing. Okay. I get it. I wasn't even thinking. I was just like, oh, I'm into it. Like. That's on the that's on my fuck it list. But once again, I live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? I wanted to put something on here that was fun, so I went to Focus went too far again. Humility. So I went to bit shoot. I I live in sexual anarchy. So I went to BitChute, I found this Mark Dice guy in the trending section. So hopefully we're going to be able to mock his dumbass. Apparently he's he's got something, you know, against the wokes. Says things are starting to swing in our favor. Apparently because Walmart removed, they had two flavors of ice cream. One was like a Juneteenth, and the other was a Pride Month ice cream. Both of them in incredibly poor taste. I assume, I assume it was the woke mob that got them to remove the ice cream because they were both in very poor taste. Also, fuck Walmart. But hey, hey, it's apparently it's a victory for Mark Dice and his ilk. Affiliating another major corporation, this time Walmart. Walmart is pulling an ice cream commemorating Juneteenth from its shelves after a social media backlash. The Juneteenth ice cream features a message to celebrate African-American culture, but critics called it a tone-deaf effort to cash in on the federal holiday. Yep. Yep, yep. Favors and clothing with Juneteenth branding. Walmart released a statement apologizing and says it's going to remove the items as appropriate. As you should, Walmart. You, you slavery in the United piece of States. shit. 
What better way to commemorate the end of slavery than with some Juneteenth ice cream? <laughs> Which sounds like something that Ben and Jerry's would do because they actually did come out with a special Black Lives Matter flavor ice cream. But as Fortune Magazine explains, Ben and Jerry's activist history allows it to call out white supremacy and police brutality. Or, in other words, cash in on the latest thing. In other news, if getting woke could go broke, the State Farm Insurance says Mark Dice, who is trying to cash in on the latest right-wing outrage. Right-wingers are morons. company ended their relationship with a leftist grooming organization called the Gender Cool Project, which aims to infiltrate elementary school libraries with books about how the kids should be gender non-binary after an internal email leaked and people started canceling their policies in mass. When members of the media started calling and asking about it, they acknowledged that it was a real partnership and that they're just not going to do it anymore. They've decided to reassess and they're breaking that partnership off, but they still haven't posted on any of their social media accounts that they're not doing it anymore because they don't want to upset the LGBT extremists. Like this guy who responded to one of their tweets about a different subject saying, okay, an actual news organization has confirmed that State Farm is placating bigots by dropping support for an LGBT... Sounds like a bigot to me. So now I will be looking for a new insurance company. You can't pander to keep the bigots business and... So now remember, the thing that he is upset about is that State Farm was working with some gender inclusivity project to provide books to libraries. The right wing is upset about books in libraries. That you don't have to check out, by the way. Keep mine. This is what should happen every time a company goes woke. We need to start applying massive pressure on social media, just like the left does. So isn't that cancel culture? Isn't that cancel culture? Aren't you actually the woke mob? Aren't you the one virtue signaling? I don't give a shit what these companies do, dude. You do. You do. Fuck Walmart. And I would add, start calling them on the phone. Every company has a 1-800 number where you can call them and give them a piece of your mind. And then if they do back down like State Farm, then they'll upset the left, who will then boycott them, and then they'll have no customers. That'll start teaching these companies a lesson. And I can't stress enough to get off of social media and get on the phone, Google their customer service number, or better yet, their local branch number, and just start ringing their phones off the hook. If you're a Kaiser Permanente health insurance customer, then you should know, and then they should know that you know that... They put out a commercial a couple years ago now featuring a scene. Watch out, Zoot. I, I know you're being sarcastic, but she may she may jump through the screens, smack the shit out of you like she does me. I'm all out of babies, by me. Sparkles isn't in the pie. Like, I, like, when's the last time we had pie? It's always cake. You always want cake. I like gooey shit. She, she likes fluffy shit. That's a real clip, by the way. That's not a parody, and that's really the name of the organization. They're not just the San Francisco Men's Choir. They're the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. Guy yeah, progressive, so? Doing everything that they Triggered. Can. Right, old Joe? And I'm going to say something's going to get me in trouble, which I couldn't go through a whole show without doing that. Look at the money being spent in advertising. Did you ever five years ago think every second or third ad out of five or six you'd turn on would be biracial couples? I challenge you. I bet you didn't, Joe, you racist asshole. Turn on the stations. 
sit on one station for two hours. And I don't know how many commercials we'll see. Lay eight to five. Who gives a shit? And this is what is scaring right-wingers. That the media isn't catering to them anymore. That's not by accident. They're selling soap, man. (laughs) Not a joke. Oh, and I almost forgot. Many of you pointed this out in the comments of the last video because I forgot to mention it there too. But Jake from State Farm, the company's main character and spokesperson, he used to be white, but now, well, you guessed it, he's black. Everywhere you turn these days is wokeness, especially... Well, you can't have two Jakes that work for State Farm? What? Pansexual Visibility Day, another one of the fake... Oh, hey, is... I, did I miss that one? I'm, I'm pansexual. And I know you're wondering what the hell is pansexuality. Well, apparently it's different than bisexual. It is someone who is attracted to everyone on the spectrum. But a pansexual will date a man or a woman or any of the other countless different supposed genders, like the gender non-binary people who are neither a man or a woman. When I was trolling one of my local city council meetings a few weeks ago, I wasn't joking when I brought this up. It's a actual fake holiday that they make up and they insert into the trending list on Twitter. Honey, 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 the fucking calendar is full of fake fucking holidays. Like Police Appreciation Week or National Law Enforcement, whatever the fuck that was. There's a shit ton of these like fucking Secretary Appreciation Day and shit. They're all fake holidays, idiot. God damn. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Twitter drives the news cycle. What if Elon stops employees from manually inserting topics into the trending list? How is everybody going to learn about the important holidays like Pansexual Awareness Day? Or Gen- Wait, is this him? Teacher Appreciation Week. And that's why the leftists keep adding letters on to the LGBT. This is not an acronym, technically. It's an initialism. Because they just keep inventing new genders and supposed sex. No, no, you do not understand what you're talking about, you stupid All fuck. LGBTQ two SIA children and young people across our United States. I have no clue what she's I talking about. That you are seen, you are loved, and you matter. Why do you think the LGBT community expanded the acronym to LGBTQAIP? Yeah, no, no, no. This dude is serious. Different genders and sexual orientations. There are not dozens of different genders. Signified in the acronym. By the way, Marxists have invented over a dozen of these fake supposed holidays, and like Cla- Marx has nothing to do with gender equality and gender e- inclusivity. But you love to throw that in there because the people watching your video have no clue what Marx actually said. And if they did, they'd be like, oh shit, this motherfucker's spitting. Clockwork every year, they trend on Twitter after being manually inserted by the corporate controllers who are trying to popularize them. Years ago, it used to be fun just to laugh at the liberal lunatics and mock the blue-haired Marxists, but it's not funny anymore because now they're trying to force the rest of us into... into No, it it used to be funny to laugh at you assholes, but now, like, it's totally not funny. Three Keel Middle School students has been launched. The school district has filed a Title IX complaint accusing the students of using incorrect pronouns while addressing another student. Fox 11's Monique Lopez spoke with the parent of one of the students... Yes, if you do it repeatedly... If you do it repeatedly, that is harassment. Oh, thank you, Dustin. 
One of the There's one more day, one more day until Happy Birthday Eve. My birthday is Friday, but it may it may already be Thursday where you're at. To use proper pronouns, uh, calling him profanity, and this friend is you know very soft spoken and kind of just sunk down into his chair, and Braden finally came up defending him, saying. Uh, he doesn't have to use proper pronouns. It's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him say things. At this point, we would expect such thing in San Francisco, but this is Wisconsin. Then just leave their fucking name out of your mouth. Don't fu- address them by their 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 actual name that they identify by. Use a gender-neutral pronoun. About all the angry parents who might show up, so they decided to cancel the in-person school board meeting and hold it virtually instead. It's time to stop giving in to these people and instead start standing. I would assume that like COVID rates were ticking up or something, and that's why they held it virtually. So we need to double and triple our efforts and go ultra mega. We can thank Joe Biden. Ultra mega! Ultra mega! You should order from my online store at markdice.com. Oh, oh, order from his online store. It's a grift. It's a grift. That's, I just need, I need to start making right-wing t-shirts. It's so easy. I will tell you, is the, is the president... I... Fucking how easy would it be to make, like, five different Ultra Maga designs and put it up on a Teespring? Still waiting for Ultra Black Maga. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that was some fun after, after we had, like, a really downer kind of show. You know, I, I've still got you an animal video. remind you as Dustin brought up my birthday is in two days the the uh, stream is already up on YouTube Justin's freaking birthday Friday night freak show uh, we might be a little late we might not be on time it might not be 10 Eastern when we get here because Sparkles is taking me to a bougie ass restaurant we're, we're apparently having like some charcuterie board and flights of wine. And uh, I already saw the menu and I think I'm going to get the shrimp scampi. I think that's what, what sounded really nice to me. Uh, we're going to have my birthday celebration here on stream. She made my birthday cake over the weekend. I asked for a cookie brownie. This is my cookie brownie, and the cookie is full of pot. The brownie is full of pot. The icing is full of pot. Apparently, she's going to put uh, candles on it. I'm going to get to blow out the candles. Shark cooters. Shark cooters. Ah, so that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Other than, you know, being really bummed out yesterday, I've had a fantastic birthday week. It's chocolate. I know the the lighting's a little bit off. It's chocolate. Um I've 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 seriously had a fantastic week other than being bummed out spectacularly by the news yesterday. Um, the George Carlin documentary, Better Call Saul season finale. I've got my, my favorite wrestler is challenging for the, uh, world title for the first time in like 10 years. There's new South Park next week. One of the new specials on, on Paramount Plus. 
Burgles and I are going to watch uh, Full Metal Jacket on Saturday. I'm so fucking stoked. Oh, shit. If you are watching on Twitch, we're going to head over and say hey to Patrick Creates. Patrick is doing some motherfucking art. I haven't seen him on in a while. And I love it when he's doing some art. So if you're watching on Twitch, heading over to Patrick J Creates. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm just... Oh, fuck. I didn't give you guys your animal video. God damn it. That's horrible. I'm sorry if you if you raid out before you get to watch this. It should give you enough time to watch it. It's a short one. Uh, here is Timothy the Hippo having his birthday popsicle. How'd you freeze on us? Happy birthday, Timothy! It's not my internet. My internet's being uh, uh, good. It's cooperating right now. So go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.